morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Yoni Pollock. And I'm your host here on Wednesday mornings from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern right here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I've had days where I've sounded better. Sounded, right? Sounded better. I've had days where I've sounded worse. All right, listen, that's the uh, the grind of the winter. You just never know what voice is going to come up on air. I joke with Seth, you know, who I do uh, co-host after further review with in the morning. And it's like any Monday, we both could sound terrible. One of us sounds good. One of us, sound, you know, both of us sound good. Whatever it is, you just never know. And this show's 9 a.m. And ironically... And I wonder, it probably has something to do with when I wake up, when I don't wake up, how early or how late I should really be saying, but my 9 a.m. voice tends to be better than my 10 a.m. voice. Okay, today might not be the case. I was up earlier than usual, so maybe that's why it just shifted. It's possible. I don't know, but I'm sorry to have bored you with that for the last minute. Um, All right. This week, this week, this week. Let me tell you something about something that's really been bothering me for, frankly, years. And, and it's a shock to me. This is probably the first time I'm going to bring it up. And with a little uh, wintry mix going on in the morning here, I had to, uh, it reminded me of it. And I'm just like, I got to go off on this. Now, for those of you that don't live in New York City, you may not be as familiar with this uh, phenomenon, but. For those of you that live in New York City, that that frequent New York City, that are familiar with the New York City streets, there is something called scaffolding. And scaffolding, simply put, for those of you somehow completely unfamiliar with the concept, scaffolding is something that uh, is put over the sidewalk to shield, presumably, tourists, anyone walking the sidewalks of any debris, of any uh, bricks, of any anything that when they're working on the building, they put up the scaffolding. So, uh, you know, the workers on top of the sidewalk can work on the building that it's adjacent to. And for us, uh, us common folk, us, us, us walkers of the New York City streets, it protects us. Now, what the problem with the scaffolding, I mean, for the most part, it does its part, right? It, it really does shield us from these, uh, from this so-called debris. But the problem with the scaffolding is it gives you a, a uh, you know, it, it, it really... It, it what's what's the word that I'm looking for? It, it breeds trust issues for me, right? Now, what do I mean by that? You get to a uh, a sidewalk. You're crossing the street. You get to a sidewalk with scaffolding, and let's say it's raining outside. Let's say it's like a morning like t- today, right? You got the, the the weird weather going on, the wintry mix. You, you're thinking if you're if you're walking with an umbrella. Let's say it's the summertime. You know, let's start with the summer. You have your coat on. Uh, excuse me. You have your raincoat on, and you have your umbrella. Whichever way you decide to walk around the city on a rainy day, and you get to a to an area where there's scaffolding, you're thinking, great, I'm covered. I don't need an umbrella anymore. I'm okay, you know, there was the, I don't need the raincoat right now. The problem with the scaffolding, though, it is it never shields you from the rain. And the same thing in the winter. You got snow going on. You walk under scaffolding. It could be, by the way, it could have snowed, and it could not be snowing anymore. And you got scaffolding, and you're thinking you're great. You could just walk by. Nothing's going to get on you, but no. On the contrary, on, on a sunny day where it, where it snowed the day before, you are still getting wet. And you're wondering, how the heck are you getting wet? For those of you not familiar with scaffolding, you're like, that doesn't make sense. You got a covered area. There's snow on top. How are you getting wet? Let me tell you, it's because scaffolding tricks you all into believing that you are covered and free from everything. But on, 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 on the contrary, you are absolutely not. Because 
Every single time I walk under scaffolding on a rainy day, on a snowy day, on a day where it snowed previously, I get wet. I get soaked, and it bothers me so much. And it's crazy because you will, I, I promise you, wait for a day that it snows, wait for the next day it is sunny. Under scaffolding, it is soaking wet, the sidewalk, because it is leaking and there is nowhere for the snow to go and it just seeps through. How? I don't know because it's these metal steel things and you just look up and you're like, it doesn't make sense that it's seeping through. But yet, any day, in a rainy day, again, on a snowy day, on a day that it's not snowing but there's snow on top, it is the wettest place in New York City. And it bothers me. I, because because you, you have this trust that you're under something, that you're covered, and on the contrary, you're just not. And I'm t- there, there, I, I, I don't know how many of you are listening from New York City area, but I promise you, I can't be the only one that thinks this. I can't. It is not possible that I'm the only person that walks under scaffolding, thinks I'm safe, and, I know, and, and I'm not safe. And I come out of there with my shirt soaked. I come out of there with my shoes all destroyed. And you thought you were safe. Let me know if I'm the only person. I really, I, I can't imagine I'm not the only person. I can't. Now, I know we didn't have a show last week. So uh, this is, I guess, the first week that we've experienced winter here in the New York City area. By winter, I mean snow. You know, that's my favorite time. It's not, but you know, that's my favorite time. December 1st, I think, was actually the first winter, the first snowfall in the New York City area. Um, so I guess in, in that sense, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Expecting a little colder Thursday, Friday should actually be warmed up with the rain, you know, earlier this week and you know, later this week. It's 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 warming up the city, uh, but there's nothing worse. There's no worse weather than, uh, you know, a mid-high 30s with rain. It, the freezing rain that's been going on several times over the last few weeks, it's terrible. And when you get under the scaffolding, it's even worse, you know what I'm saying? It's absolutely terrible. All right, what's coming up on this week? We got great music coming up. Joanna Shepson joins the program at 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, she's got a great interview this week from Rochelle Reschner from giftedwell.com. Um, again, that'll be at 10 a.m. Eastern. Otherwise, plenty of music, and then we'll kick it over to Wednesday's live lunch with Avrami. That comes up at 11. But for now, we start things off with one song and one song only on this show. Mahabecha, Shel Simchan, this Wednesday on Bite Size, right here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Shamati
לפעמים מרגישים שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עד שנה? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי אמונה. לפעמים מרגישים שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עוד שנה? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך. יש לי, יש לי אמונה אני מאמין בניסים אני יודע שיש אלוקים והוא בורא עולם הכוח של כולם שומע את קולי אני מאמין בניסים אני יודע שיש אלוקים והוא בורא עולם הכוח של כולם, ישלח לי את הנס, ישלח לי את הנס שלי, יאללה! תקווה
Kişurum mele Beyta sefraşeam Vayehi vayehi Kişurum mele Beyta sefraşeam Kulanu yachat Yachat çifte Yisrael Ahdud beyam Yisrael Baguda achat Yachat çifte Yisrael Ahshav ahdud beyam Yisrael Size. Time for hour number two, and it's time for Joanna Shepson's interview with Rochelle Reschner from GiftItWell.com right now, right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Segal Network. 
Thank you, Yoni. So today I'm sitting with Rochelle Reschner, who is a new entrepreneur in Jerusalem, and she's opened up a really important social business that I want her to tell us about. Hi, Rochelle. How are you? Hi. Good. Thank you, Joey. How are you? Good. So now the business is called Gift It Well, and I want you to tell us a little bit about what what the website is, giftitwell.com, and how it differs from a regular gift website. Okay, so this is basically um, focused at patients and people that are out of their home going into a different environment, um, hospitals, hospices, um, respite, old age homes, anywhere that brings you out of your comfort zone. And the idea is you have special gifts for people who are in the hospital for the patients or maybe the people taking care of them? Yes, it's to basically um, someone that wants to gift whether they can get to the patient or if they're far away and they want to gift something or they want to send a special service for the person that's um, in these um, um, special places. Okay, so let's think about that because a lot of this comes from your background working in Hadassah Hospital. Maybe first tell us a little bit about what you used to do and what the need that you saw. Okay, so I'm a therapist um, in my my background. Um, I studied therapy and play therapy and I um, have had like 20 plus years, um, whether it be in England or here in Israel, working with patients, uh, mainly children. And um, I've been obviously had lots of exposure to um, patients and their families, seeing what their needs are, what gifts people bring in, and just like basically um, the feeling of wanting a home, homey kind of environment while they're in the hospital. So obviously, when you come out of um, the house um, and going into a very um, different kind of um, environment, be it the hospital or a respite care, um, you want that uh, that homey feeling to make you feel that um, you're not somewhere strange or, or somewhere different. You get very good medical care, but you also want that um, emotional, emotional yeah. yeah, you want the emotional um, package as well. You want to, to feel that um, you're not somewhere um, that makes you you feel uncomfortable. So I'm trying to bring that, that comfortness into the, 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 the very good um, medical um, um, care as well, but bringing in the emotional side that helps you to feel comfortable where you are. So it's interesting because most people would think automatically if they have a relative or someone they know in a hospital, they'll send flowers or they'll send chocolates. And especially because you used to work with kids, I assume when someone walks in with a box of chocolate for a kid, depending on why they're in the hospital, it could also be something that is really not good for them. Right. So however nice it is with um, chocolates and candies and things like that or food, it, it would sound like very comforting and a great gift to have. But we don't always know as family and friends um, that sometimes a child is on some dietary requirement or about to go in for surgery or on a special um, um, restriction or just been told that they're on a um, fasting for some reason. So a child could get very excited when they see this gift and then get great anxiety or disappointment because they've been told by the nurses or doctors they're unable to eat um, that food and so maybe the people around them will be eating them and or just been taken away from the child so it seems much better maybe not to necessarily bring or to ask before the patient the person comes to visit the patient if they're able to bring food that would be definitely a better thing to do than just directly bringing the food in case the child or other patients are unable to um, eat that and that's true for flowers too because a lot of people can have allergies so what are some of the products unique products and services that you offer that would be very thoughtful for a patient because you've got the background of knowing what those patients need and what can make them feel homey and not in a sterile environment so what are your favorite products to recommend let's say for a child 
Right. Okay. So first of all, things that when you go into hospital, you want that kind of like nice feeling. So there's like toweling robes, blankets. Um, there's a, a starter kit, which is the, a great gift. Which it's a, it's a, um, it's a, um, a, uh, oh, a, t- a toiletry bag, and then that comes all your basic needs like shampoos, conditioner, um, um, uh, 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 those slippers. It's it's like your shower slippers. Sorry, shower slippers. There's like mints, um, um, sham- um, um, toothbrush, toothpaste. Um, lots. So of- the truth is, all of those things are available within a hospital setting. If you have to go out to a pharmacy or something like that, but getting it as a gift, so you don't even have to think about it. There's so many other things you're thinking about when you enter the hospital, and this is like, wow, everything was thought of for me. I think that's such a nice idea. Right, and often someone would bring that to you if they know a patient going into hospital they would give that as a gift before you go into hospital as well so it's something that's just useful like for children as well things like um, games things that will take your mind off things while you're in hospital like often we think oh okay you know things like as we said before food and things like that but this is something that we I, I've very I've thought out lots of things that will help children and adults to keep them occupied while they're in hospital or keep them occupied as we said before if they're in um, respite or if they're in other um, environments that will help them just to keep them busy and not just for the child or for the patient but also for the caregiver so together they can be busy and they can be doing things um, um, together I loved also you mentioned before that like the games that you think of are games that could be bonding experiences because very often you're so busy meeting the doctors the nurses taking tests that if you are given like on a silver platter you're given the opportunity to bond with your child or the patient whoever you are taking care of that could be something really special right um, what about services? What kind of services could you offer? And this is in Jerusalem as of now, right? right. As of now, it's in Jerusalem. It's uh, piloted in Yerushal in Jerusalem. Um, but also, um, so when you're lying in hospital, you sometimes like don't feel great, obviously, um, but you also want to be feeling good. So it's not just a matter of like, okay, um, and you could be looking around and say, wow, it'd be really great to have a manicure or a pedicure or something like that. Or not just for the patient, but it's also for the caregiver. Like when they're sitting there watching someone, you know, feeling unwell, um, they may be wanting um, like a pedicure or a manicure or a hair blowout or a massage, and these are something that obviously is checked by the um, by the doctors and nurses to make sure that it's okay to have these um, these services. But it's also we often think, okay, someone's been in hospital, they've been in a different environment, now they're going home. Um, that maybe um, everything's okay. Now, we often forget that you go home and you're weaker or you've had surgery or you're unable, let's say you've broken your leg or you've broken your arm. You can't get around the way you normally think you can. And so there's services that um, are very useful and helpful, like driving services, um, cleaning services within the house. Now, also, I'll mention this now, that when someone's in hospital for quite a long time, we don't always know what's going on at home. Now, the patient could be worrying about how the house is being looked after so someone or the patient themselves or the family could be buying services like cleaning services while the patient's in hospital and so the house could be looked after like everyone would like it to be and driving services to get either the patient's family to and from the hospital um, etc there are many many ways of looking at it how you can use these services either for the patient when they're in hospital for the families or for the patient when they go home there are many ways of using the services at different times so I think it's really amazing because you are making it easier for the patient and for their carer and you're doing it in a way where I know there's so many people listening to this radio show who will say like yeah I know someone in Israel who 
just had a baby or I know someone who's going into surgery or someone who's in rehab and I feel so far away there's nothing I can do so Rochelle is now telling you you there is something you can do um, when you go to giftitwell.com you'll see products there services there's also um, blog posts that are very helpful in terms of what tips tips um, of things to take with you to the hospital or good gifts to give and eventually there's also going to be a very interactive patient forum where patients can share their needs with each other and um, it's really exciting so this just started right you just launched recently launched um, within the last month great so everyone should go on to the website giftitwell.com you can contact Rochelle there directly I'm sure if you have a specific need or you want to make a phone call you can call her and and make orders and she you know can tell you you can explain your situation and who you'd like a, for a gift for and she's extremely thoughtful and with her experience in the medical field she knows the right thing for you to give and I, you can you can be sure I've already met people who have told me that they used the services gave the gift and the mother of the child that they gave it to just could not stop thanking her that all the gifts in the bag were exactly what she needed at the right time in the right place and the gift giver felt amazing that they had done the best thing that they could have done for their friend. So thank you so much, Rochelle, and we look forward to seeing your site grow. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, and thank you very much. All right, and now back to you, Yoni. Thank you, Joanna, and thank you, Rochelle Reschner, again from giftitwell.com. Joanna Sheps and I want to wish her and her family a big mazel tov on their bar mitzvah weekend. She is uh, celebrating, yeah, I believe it's her son's bar mitzvah this coming weekend. So a big mazel tov to her from all of us here at the Nachum Siegel Network and from all of us, myself, and all of our listeners here on BiteSizeFunInJerusalem.com, Fun in Jerusalem on Instagram or Facebook. Facebook, excuse me, where you could check out all of the wonderful content she provides and everything she does in Jerusalem and all of the land of Israel at as well. More coming up here on Bite Size, great music. And again, to wrap things up on this show... Uh, I don't know, probably some wonderful words about about Avrami before we get to his live lunch. But for now, more music right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Siegel Network.
to be all that you wanna be. But it's so cold now, it's so dark here. What could I do? It's not very If I'm a little light, you're a little light. Together we are so very bright. A little light here, a little light there. See the smiles, it's so very clear. Shine a little light, show us the way, lead us to a bright.
Hey, Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, just about wrap things up here on another episode of Bite Size Live Lunch with Avrami Finkelstein coming up next. We all know the great things Avrami does for us. Continue to thank him on his show. I like uh, when he gets littered with comments on his show. And I don't know, sometimes you never know if he's listening, currently listening to me now, or if he's like sort of gearing up for his show. So sometimes if if he's just gearing up and not listening and then the comments come in and he's, they're like, thank you, Avrami. And he's like, what the heck's going on? And then he'll text me like, what did you just do? I like when that happens. So let's do that. Again, I got to get off of this show because he's got to go on Wednesday's live launch with Avrami. In a few seconds, thank you all for tuning in to the last two hours with here, me here on Bite Size. My name is Yoni Pollock. I'd like to wish you all a good day and remind you that the Bite Size is always, always, always the right size.